right, y'all. Welcome to another kingdom building conversation. We put Christ on display through those serving him in the culture. And I have someone with me today who, you know what? They have already hit 5 million global streams with their music, over 2.5 million views on YouTube. Um, some have called her humble yet courageous. She released a single in 2019 called Fight Like a Man that has achieved some sinks in some places. So I don't know if she needs an introduction, but let me introduce her anyway from the BX. It is her herself. Angie Rose is in the virtual building. Angie, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I didn't even know those numbers. That's wow. Cool. What? Thank you. You didn't know those numbers. <laughs> I didn't. That's you. See, that's you when you're humble. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I love it. I love it. So let's start here with something fun. What's one thing that you can share with the Holy Culture audience and myself, even those who know you best, don't know about Angie Rose, even those who know you best. I mean, who ride with you every mm-hmm. day, rock with you, folks at Capitol, et cetera. They bioed you, all those things. What's one thing you can think about that none of them know that you can share with us? Oof. I know. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty open. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, maybe they don't know I struggle uh, emotionally more often than people would guess. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. You see, you transparent and, and vulnerable right from the onset. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, listen, we've, we, I, I've got a number of things I want to talk about. Like I said, I want to talk about your journey. I want to talk about, you know, how you got the capital. I want to talk about your latest release, but I always like to start with some fun and I call it the lightning round. I'm just going to ask right. you a bunch of questions, like 20 questions in two minutes. There are no oh. right or wrong answers. Yes. All right. You know, I'm going to hit them hard. Okay. And I mean, you, feel, <laughs> I mean, you stay on your feet. So I, you know, I know you. All right. You ready? Let me do it. We're going to hit them quick. All right. So. You won a million dollars today. What would you buy? Uh, school. School. Nice. Favorite CHP charter. What? What? Ooh. Say again. What? I don't know if that's enough, but yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, yeah. It would get you started. You you right? definitely you would definitely get some loans and some help after that. You put the million down on the table. Definitely. That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, that's a hard one. There's too many. I like one day. Stephen Malcolm. Mm. Uh, no big deal. Yeah. Nice. Not okay. <laughs> no, that's cool. I'll take them. Texting or talking? Texting, uh, but depends who you are. Okay. Now I ask everyone this: the goat question: Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. I just know more. You didn't even hesitate. Okay. Yeah, All right. he raised me. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, favorite board game? Monopoly. Movie. Ooh. Um. Titanic. Titanic. That's one I haven't heard. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to go deeper. Favorite Kung Fu movie? Oh, I don't even know. Um, Ip Man. I love Ip Man. Yes. Somebody put me on that and I got, I got to, mm, I'm almost there. I, I'm almost there. I'm still on Five Fingers. Um, yeah. So I'm almost there. That's, that's, that's <laughs> good. Okay. All right. Um, first item on your bucket list. Ooh. Um, dang. I want to go skydiving. Skydiving. Okay, got you. Describe yourself in three words. Um, awkward, deep, um, caring. Caring. Gotcha. I'll tell you why it's hard later. Remind me to tell you. Uh, favorite season of the year. Summer. Yeah. Summer. Okay. Uh, favorite verse of scripture. Genesis fifty twenty. Um, for you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to make it as it is this day, saving many mm. lives. 
Amen. Amen. Uh, favorite junk food? Uh, Oreos. Nice. The, the chocolate or vanilla? Uh, vanilla. Well, no, yeah. chocolate, chocolate with the white cream, though. Okay. All right. And All not right. double stuff. No, <laughs> you said not double. I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm, with you. I'm totally with you. Um, favorite childhood TV show? Oh, uh, Will Smith. I'm Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Will Smith. <laughs> Cake or pie? People not try to act like there's not Cake. a distinction. There is a distinction. Cake or pie? Cake. Cake, right. chocolate cake, definitely. Chocolate. Uh, what's your favorite cuisine? Uh, depends on the day, but I think uh, it's like Italian, Mexican, and sushi. Like if I could just got it. Uh, yeah, it's hard. Nice. Um, if you could go back and CHH history and do a song with one person, who would it be? Oof, uh, go back. I, I still want to do my song with Lecrae. Ah, okay. All right, nice. Where's your favorite place to hide out when you need time for yourself? You need to unwind. What's your favorite place to hide out? Um, I like a place, place like Puerto Rico. I love to just, just quiet. Yeah, just just yeah. just quiet and going. Okay, got you. Yeah. When are you most productive? Um, probably midday. Awkwardly enough, is that right? Okay. What what yeah. what spikes that productivity midday? I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just finally waking up. <laughs> like one o'clock, mm-hmm. everything's like makes sense. I don't know. Gotcha. Every day for some reason. Gotcha. What chore do you hate doing? Um, I don't love laundry. Mm-hmm. Do you delegate it or do you still do it? <laughs> well, uh, it depends. If I can delegate, I will. But, you know, most times I got to knock it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. If you could add one person to Mount Rushmore, who would you add? Martin Luther King. Mm. Nice. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So now let me ask you this. One of the things that jumps out to me, you being from the Bronx, is that comes across loud and proud through, <laughs> like through your story. Why? Tell me, why is that? Why is that so important to pronounce I have no your story? no idea. Um, I think just it's like ingrained in us, like just as loud as we are for being Puerto Rican. It's like uh-huh. if you're from the Bronx, you just it's just how you are. We're, we're like you know, we're looked down on. Like, in the Bible, it's mm-hmm. like, does anything good come from Nazareth? And that's how they kind of look at the Bronx. Like, they always say we have the worst. Borough, we're the last to get. Like, we're, the, we're first in the worst, is yeah. what they say here. Um, so I like being able to be, like, you know, in the in the worst place or in the concrete. You know, mm-hmm. the rose grew. I just love the, the metaphor. Nice. Did you used to, uh, you know, we, I used to come there a lot for Rat Fest. Um, I don't know, maybe before you, did you used to attend some of the Rat Fest? I, yeah, I got to do I got to do rap this. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, big shout out to E yeah. and Bert Boca Chica and that's Mike Boca Chica. I mean, that's gosh, man, those those were the days, right? I mean that's a squad. Yeah. Man. I miss them. I miss them I so much. I only got to got to do one. By the time I started uh doing music, they were already kind of, you know, weaning out. But yeah, that was like one of my first shows, actually. It was Is amazing. that right? Do you remember what year that was, by the by the way? Yeah. Five six years ago. Yeah, I'm thinking 2012, maybe. I think it was even before I got to release my own music. Okay. No, not that. Maybe 2013. I think I don't remember to be honest, but I know I don't even think I had my own music out. I was like rapping over like beats still. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, here's one way I'll know what a year is. Was was it on the street in front of the church or was it out in the park? No, it was in the park, and they had the speakers and all the the whole setup. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. See, back, I mean, cool. it started on that street in front of the church, 
Um, I mean, they're just epic moments. If you're a historian of CHH, like the first time the truth did, um, the, uh, the king, uh, uh, except the king, the first time R. Swift did the gospel. I mean, certain songs, wow. the first time Mark of the East performed together, I think, wow. was that like a rap fest? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, the first time Haza Kim, I heard them do Book of Books. You know what I mean? I mean, wow. <laughs> I mean, that place holds a lot of historic memories, you know what I mean? So, wow. yeah, I love yeah. how much you like love the genre, like you can like see it, like it's really incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, I mean, yeah. So anyway, um, so so let me ask you this. You know, one of the things that uh, I, I noticed was that you do these episodes called The Rose Confesses. Yeah. And um, what what was the genesis of starting those? Um, to be honest, I, I've just been on a super emotional journey that I've never been on. Um mm. And it was like, you, I always had to post or I had to put the pretty picture up and I had to do all these things and I just couldn't anymore. And I was like, if I'm going to keep talking, if I'm going to keep doing this, then uh, I'd just rather peel off all the stuff and just tell mm. the truth. Um, nice. So it's been good. Yeah. Nice. You know, when I was watching one that you you um, you did the other day, and this is what I mean about your your um, you're being transparent and you're being vulnerable and um, one of the, one of the articles I remember reading about you said, um, you know, this this way they described you is so interesting, humble but yet so much courage, right? Um, humble but yet you're so feisty. And uh, I thought this was really interesting and important because one of the things you said in your message on one of them, I, I think it was one of the earlier ones, you said um, this message around depression. You said, and I quote, "You are not struggling with depression; you are battling against it." You are not in collaboration with depression, but you are in collaboration with the King of Kings. Say more about that, because particularly right now, I mean, this, this is a season we're in where I think depression is getting a hold of a lot of people. Right. And a lot of people are openly uh, battling it more. But a lot of people are still trying to wrestle with it themselves. Right. I would love you to speak on that for a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that I had ever acknowledged um that that could even be a real battle for me. I think in our culture, um, you know, my black and Hispanic culture, we're just not taught to like do that. Like it's, it's like, yo, that you're just emotional today or you're just, um, yeah. but like, it's real, you know, it's, it's a real struggle. And I yeah. think, um, I just finally came to grips. Like I, I, I've struggled mentally recently this year and I had never experienced that either. Um, and I was just, I'm just done with every, mm. I'm done with everything that's not helpful towards me beating something that's beating me. Yeah. You know, I'm done hiding um, and trying to pretend to smile. I want to smile when I want to smile. And I want to tell you that even mm. when I'm crying, that I believe that God is still good and that he'll find me in my mess. And that's been the journey. Um, yeah. I was talking to two former employees from my after school program um, yesterday. And I was like, you know, I've just, I hit the deck now and that sounds crazy. And I think it's, the, it's like what you see with Job, we see with David, it's just this admittance of God, I need you and everything else mm -hmm. has to stop. Um, and I just, yeah, I didn't want to keep holding hands with, with anxiety or holding hands with fear. It's like, yo, get off. You're not my friend, but I do have a friend um, and his hands have the holes in them to prove it. So. Yeah. I love how you said that in that video. I mean, the video was only two minutes or so long, but it was so potent. And um, we couldn't have planned this, but I I'm just going to share this. So we were supposed to start this interview about an hour ago. Right. And so we started late during that time. I just happened to 
to go on Facebook for a second to do something and saw a message from Swift. You know, Swift, our, formerly yeah, our really. Swift. Our Swift. Yeah. And Swift posted this message, man. It just, it, it, it rings this chord. And I talked to him about this. We, we just happened to talk about a week or so ago. And he was telling me that one of the things he's going to do on his project is be more open and push on these topics that we sometimes keep underneath the surface and don't talk about. And the day he posted, he said, you know, the day on this day, uh, I think it was a year ago or two years ago, um, I had a gun in my mouth, right? Wow. Trying to take my life. And the only thing that stopped me was that my hand cramped, Jeez. right? Um, the Lord intervening and saving his life, right? But he goes on to say, well, how did, I, how did I get to that point? Let me tell you, it was the shame of depression and not reaching out for help in a support system that I could engage, right? And all I can say back to him is the same thing I said when I was on the phone to him. So many people need to hear this because to your yeah. point, uh, in, in Hispanic, Black communities, et cetera, it is, it is a, a burden of shame and we don't yeah. reach out for help because it's something we won't, we typically don't openly talk about. Mm -hmm. It's seen as weakness versus something that is just real. It's Absolutely. not a weakness to be attacked. You're actually stronger. Why would, why would the enemy attack somebody that was, uh, you know, that didn't have value? Absolutely. So, um, so thank you for doing that. The, the Rose confesses, um, people check that out. If you haven't, um, I, I love it. You know, one, one of the things that, uh, jumped out to me too was, um, fight like a man. So say more about that, you know, cause I know that's got a lot of attention and got you some sinks and so on and so forth, yeah. but conceptually, where were you coming with, with that, that even just that metaphor fight like a man, what, what was the, um, you know, what was I, don't, that? I never know if I'm like allowed to tell this story, but I, I do. Um, so that was actually written for Charlie, for the Charlie's Angels movie. Um, okay. So, yeah. So what really happened was I, I, as a believer, was writing a song for a movie. And I was trying to figure out how to maintain um, my stance, not to give in. I mean, we saw the song that got picked was like completely opposite. Um, but I was trying to figure out how to navigate uh, that idea and still be able to preserve uh, my identity. Um, and so that was just that, like, like I, I was thinking through it and I'm like, man, what, when have I seen something like this in scripture? And so it was really the, uh, my temperament gets fire to come down was the, the comparison to Elijah when he was mm. challenging, uh, all those false prophets. Um, so yeah, that was my hit. Like I was like, you know what, I'm going to shoot. Then, um, I had no idea that it would ever be chosen as a single and get, yeah. to, you know, it, that was a fight tooth and nail, if I'm honest, but, um, yeah, yeah uh, that that's what happened. And so I just decided wow. to run with it and engage with it and try something different. That's crazy. Now yeah. that's funny that you say that. The well, two things that you say that are interesting. One, I'm not allowed if I'm sure to I'm able to tell a story because I'm sure there's some complications back in the background legally, etc. Yeah. between the label and, and the film producers, yada yada. But then two, you had to fight to get it out. So talk about that. The journey onto Capitol Records, the decision making yeah. and since then, how, how's it felt? What's, what's that been like? Yeah, um, super different. But what, what, what has been profound for me is um, when I first got introduced to this whole genre um, and, you know, I got taken under the wing of Jaw Rock and Studios, um, they were showing me all these artists. And I remember seeing NF in a room with just a mic and he was just spitting. And mm. I was like, man, um, if I was to ever get signed, I would want to get signed by the team um, that works with him. Mm -hmm. and, and that was like a prayer that was like, you know, I, if, if this is what's, what's supposed to happen, or if this is the direction, a direction that I'm meant to take, then I want to rock with people um, that could support who I am. 
Um, and a few years later, what's crazy is the same exact A&R that ended up finding and building NF is the one that uh, is finding and found and built me up um, gotcha. or is building me up. Um, so it's just been interesting to be able to have genuine conversations with people that can understand the difficulty mm -hmm. of navigating like a mainstream audience and like being very strong in my faith. I've never shied away from the idea of faith. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been really hard to try to like filter through the lens of music and media and all these things. Mm. Uh, so they've been very, it's been fun to kind of navigate that journey. Uh, even if sometimes it's like through like, I don't like this, and, you know, because right. that's just what it is. Um, and so it's fun though, to be able to have a team that's willing to have the difficult conversations, willing yes. to go through what, you know, backlash from either end. Um, but then also being able to be like, you know, we believe um, in the final vision and we're going to fine tune it. Um, so it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's definitely a journey. That's good. That's good. You know, one of the things um, you said was, you know, you, you found somebody who, you know, one, you had a desire to, to be, to, to kind of walk on a similar path, right. Of yeah. NF, you found somebody who was working that um, so on and so forth. And now you're walking in it. Right. Yeah. At the same time, there's some, there's some moments where you feel, ah, I missed some of the freedom I had before. Right. Yeah. But yeah. probably more better days, good days. It sounds like you're saying than bad days. Right. What, you know, if, if folks are watching and say, man, I'm trying to do this too, but I may not get signed, right? What are the lessons that you're taking away so far in this journey that you go, man, if I'm going to be, if I were ever to be indie again, these yeah. are some things I know to do differently. Are there two or three things you might share? Um, I, it's, it's interesting because I think um, both have taught me a lot and I'm still learning to navigate um, this new like kind of world, this new paradigm. Um, but I think on either end, well, maybe the maybe the best thing to realize is that not much changes. You you have to work to achieve what you want on either end. If you're indie, you're still working. If you're signed, mm -hmm. you're still working. Um, so consistency is key. Um, and I think very important is to take time to know who you are. Like, because whether you're indie or you're signed, what we as artists, me, what I have as an artist have gone through is like the feeling that I have to do something that seems to work. So, yes. okay, I did this thing and now this thing works and now I've got to chase that thing. Um, and while you, there have been a lot of artists that have found success in that, I don't think that they've, I think that they've, they might've found success on the exterior, but I think that on the interior and, and at least for me, I realized mm. that that becomes an internal battle because we're growing as humans, we're growing as individuals and we're still trying to fit ourselves into a shell or a mold that we no longer are. Um, yeah. So I think being very self-aware and being confident in that um, is very important, not for success, that's but so for good. your emotional success. Yeah, that's so good. So good. Being grounded because that that point, uh, I'll, I'll say a different word. It's like chasing marketability. Right. Um, which can happen yeah, on the indie yeah. side. But definitely I could see, you know, when you're when you're in a label, then you have many people telling you what they think is more marketable and whether they're asking you to do it or not. If they're not asking directly, they're they're kind of asking indirectly by different sure. statements and things, right? Sure. And maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> Angie, I mean, do you have to say Jesus twenty times in the song? Maybe if you just say it like twice or kind of mention hey, his attributes, <laughs> or yeah, you know, no, this is real. This is exactly right. This is these are real conversations. It's a yeah. struggle to to navigate um, different worlds. And again, I think for me, it's been very important to find out what success is for me. 
um, yeah. and what feels good to me versus what will work. Like, right. stop. We got to stop selling. We got to stop buying into what people consider to be our identity, and we yeah. have to know our identity and say this is what it is. Yeah, that's so dope. And by the way, there's no Jesus quota, right? But it's just to your point, being able to be authentic. Um, so yeah. knowing who you are and being able to be authentic. Uh, Absolutely. That's so good. So on your latest release, uh, the EP Unstoppable dropped in January, making a lot of noise. Um, how you, how do you feel about it so far? Um, I feel good. Like in the middle of the pandemic. So I, like I said, I started going through this like uh, very strong depression. I went through things in my personal life. I went through things spiritually, emotionally. And I think that all of that ended up on the project. Like if you really listen, there's like a roller coaster of emotions. There's like unstoppable and then there's pain inside my eyes. And it's like, like mountain and valley. Um, and I think that's just, for me, it's the, uh, probably the first bot. Well, it's my first body of work. Um, my first EP. Um, mm-hmm. so just being able to put all those things together, I think, um, I would hope it kind of allowed the fan to see more of my identity in full versus like, yeah. you know, previews or commercials or snapshots. That's good. That's good. And you know what, when you think about that and now seven gold chains, that video yeah. drops in three or four weeks. Um, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want to see happen with it? And, and talk about Seven Gold Chain specifically for a second, because it seems like there's a lot of emphasis in that particular song as a part of this EP. Yeah. Um, well, so it wasn't one of the focus singles and we, we uh, wanted it to be. But um, it's for me, it's just one of our like most organic hip hop records. Um, mm. It's super New York. It's super rap. Like we, me and my friend were laughing the other day, like rapidly rap. Like, but it's it's <laughs> it's not like the mel- melodic rap that that we see more often. It's like it's rap music. Um, so I'm excited about that, and I also just had fun with it. I think that yeah. it's one of those records that's so bouncy that you can really miss out on some of the things that I'm saying and some of the gems that I'm dropping. Um, but that's why I called it Seven Gold Chains. It's supposed to be a song that speaks to like the freedom. Like the enemy wanted us bound in his chains. And, and God took them and turned them into jewelry. Amen. Amen. Uh, and so, like, the video became, like, I was able to work with my friends. Um, I got my, my first videographer from, from my indie days. We flew him back to New York, and we just, we hit the streets, and we had fun. Um, Zombie, I give his name. Yeah, nice. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And I didn't I didn't know you, you know, were, uh, gr- grew up in the Ja Rockin' camp. Uh, yeah. Big shout out to Chris. Haven't talked to yes, him in is. a minute. Yeah. And um, let me let me close with this question. If folks who support Angie Rose, uh, who get behind you in whatever way, form or shape, physical, virtual, etc., said, look, Angie, uh, tell us what you what you need from us and we'll do it. Just tell us one thing. What would that one thing be? Um, I think just genuine engagement and support. Mm-hmm. Like if something really does impact you, then say that. Um, you know, share it, tell people, tag people and not off the cheesy way, but it's like if it really happened. And like the, I think that people often don't realize that that we're doing this, you know, we're putting our mm-hmm. hearts and we're putting our souls into it. And they're kind of like, oh, they know that we like it because look at the numbers or they know. Cause it's, yeah. And it's like, no, we don't know. Like, we don't know what you're feeling. We don't know what's hitting unless you tell us. Yeah, that's good. Heard it, folks, from Angie Rose. Anything else you want to say to the folks before we wrap up? Uh, stay tuned. We're going to keep growing. I'm going to keep learning and I'm going to keep sharing. That's what's up. And y'all again, check out the Rose confesses. We'll have all the links and whatnot in the, in the, in the notes and um, so on and so forth. But you guys support the uh, EP support seven gold chains when it comes out and support her music overall, because here's the thing, right? Being on a, on a, on a major label now, 
Um, she not only needs the uh, the emotional support and so on and so forth. She needs the numbers so the folks can see that she remains to be authentic, that that's showing up uh, and it's bankable. Let's be honest. Right. Both need to work for her. So continued success to you, Angie. Thanks for being with us today on Thank the Kingdom Builder Conversations. Thank you. This is awesome.